Chris, great news for anyone flying in or out of Pearson Construction on run, runway 0523. The longest, busiest of Pearson's five runways has been completed. It's been repaved Yay. and uh, repaired. They replaced all the lights. So this is a great, uh, great thing to happen because, you know, people have been complaining for ages about the fact that they've been bumped. And one of the reasons why they've been bumped is that flights have been canceled at the very last minute and things like that because they just couldn't get... Uh, all the traffic sorted because of the runway. So there you go. I know that runway was always the hardest one for me to land on. Very bumpy. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you've heard of this big story, Avocado Toast. People talking about this uh, Australian real estate developer, Tim Gurner, who, crikey. you know, to- crikey, told their um, their equivalent to 60 Minutes that uh, the reason why the millennials can't afford a house is because they're too busy spending their money on smashed avocado for 19 bucks, avocado toast for 19 bucks, and four coffees at $4 each. There's another avocado story that's in the news that I thought I would share with you. Have you heard about avocado hand? I think I've got it. Do you? <laughs> I don't know if you've actually got it, but... Uh, this deformed claw that I attached to the end of my arm? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That actually might be avocado hand. Avocado hand, apparently, a lot of people are um, posting pictures of their injuries and people that work in emergency rooms are starting to talk about it, too. It's because avocado is such a hot commodity right now. Everybody's cooking with avocado. It's almost reached peak, although it never will with me. I don't care if it's out of style. I still will eat that fruit. I love it. The way uh, people are, you know, peeling the avocado with a knife, they, they slip and then they cut their hands. So there are all these pictures of people's hands being bandaged and they call it avocado hands. What you're supposed to do, I will share this with you. Is, is this a secret? Is I learned this from a convicted felon, from Martha Stewart. <laughs> use a shiv. Mar- well, you could use a Maybe, shiv, I guess. Yeah. You take a sharp instrument, say a shiv, <laughs> if you're Martha Stewart, and you just cut uh, around the stone. We now know it's mm-hmm. not a pit. It's a stone. Uh, you cut around it with the knife, and then you take one side off, and then you've got the stone there in the other side of the avocado, correct? Correct. You, you Take your hands away. Take a sharp knife and just you bear down on the stone so that your knife becomes lodged in the stone. You twist it, pull it out. Now, here's the problem. You can still get avocado hand by pulling the pit or the stone mm-hmm. off of the knife. That's the difficult part for me because it's very slippery. That's why you use a fork. I don't know that part. You slide the fork, slide the knife through the prongs on the fork, and then you oh – or the God. tines. Tines are the correct Is words. there nothing we can't come up with between you and I? You learned that from somebody other than yourself, didn't you? With the tines or the mm. avocado thing? Uh, how to get the... Uh... No, come on. I'm just I'm, I'm just a monkey in the kitchen. I figure stuff out. All right. Well, I use whatever instruments I can find. I like it. There you go. And you will never cut yourself again, um, courtesy of myself and Chris. All righty. This is big news. David Letterman, 70 now, rocking an interesting Santa Claus look. He is this year's recipient of the Mark Twain Prize. The uh, Kennedy Center announced this. He's the 20th humorist to receive the prize, which began in 1998. Did you know Letterman hosted more than 6,000 episodes of uh, late-night television since 1982? I believe it. That's amazing. Yeah. And when he uh, gave up, of course, he ended up uh, losing The Tonight Show to his rival Jay Leno, who actually received the Mark Twain Award back in 2014. Although David Letterman, he doesn't seem like things like that would phase him. The Twain Prize given annually to a humorist whose impact on American society is reminiscent of Samuel Clemens, 19th century novelist, satirist and social commentator, better known as Mark Twain. Uh, here's Letterman talking a little bit about something that happened on the late night show. He was on uh, Comedians in Cars getting coffee with our very favorite comedian, 
Jerry Seinfeld. Do you remember the woman that said, have you ever had the hump of a camel? I had a, um, have you ever had the hump of a camel? <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. remember that. And there was that long beat, and I wonder if you had it right away, or if you were, or, or it came as in that laugh. I, what I do remember is the double meaning that I'm leveraging this joke on gonna hold up. No, I've, uh, I've never had the hump of a camel. I didn't think so. But I must say, when I was younger, I was pretty good. <laughs> I knew it was a setup. Right. But I didn't know that hump would be the fulcrum. Oh, I miss that guy. Uh, the ceremony will be October 22nd at the Kennedy Center. And it's, uh, Letterman said it's, it's an exciting honor. For 33 years, there is no better guest, no greater friend of the show than Mark Twain. That guy could really tell a story. Um, speaking of comedians, Chris, I know that you are a big fan of Star Trek. I am a big fan of Family Guy. Mm-hmm. And together, there's going to be a bit of a mashup. Seth MacFarlane will be uh, featured in the new Fox comedy it's uh, it's the comedy that could fill your Galaxy Quest need. And uh, here's a little listen to uh, some of what is coming up in the fall on television. The show is called Orville. I have good news. There's a ship available, the USS Orville. Ever since I was a kid, I have wanted to serve on an exploratory vessel. You're nobody's first choice for this job, but we have 3,000 ships to staff and we need captains. Can I have one of these mints? Those are marbles. We're giving you one last chance. Yeah, amazing. It was created by Seth MacFarlane, directed by John Favreau. You probably know him from Swingers. Mm-hmm. It's so uh, one-hour sci-fi spoof. It's set 400 years ago in the future aboard a mid-level exploratory vessel, the USS Orville. And uh, he MacFarlane plays Ed Mercer, finally gets his chance at command after a bitter divorce, only to discover new first officer, ex-wife. Hilarious. Looks it, like the, it's going to be good. It looks a lot like the look of the uniforms and the whole show looks oh, a yeah. lot like Galaxy Quest. If you ever saw the uh, Tim Allen uh, comedy where it's sort of a spoof of Star Trek where like a sort of pompous actor like Bill Shatner goes and ends up actually having to captain a starship uh, and, and brings along the cast of actors who have no idea what they're doing when they have to fight aliens. Uh, but did you know Seth MacFarlane was on an episode of Star Trek? No, I did not. Star Trek Enterprise, a heavier little portly Seth MacFarlane appeared on that show. Really? Mm-hmm. And what was he? He was like a red shirt. just a. Oh, he's going to die. How, how many minutes till he died? I don't remember, actually, uh, the episode. My, I, I can picture it, but I don't remember any You're details. wearing red. You are dead. That Likely. is that's that a, is the mantra rule. if you are cast on that show. Hey, can you slip into this? Oh, I guess I'm not coming back next episode, am I? I'm not going to be a reoccurring character. No. Hey, by the way, uh, speaking of Tim Allen, did you bring up Tim Allen? You did, right? I did bring up Tim Allen. Uh, He says that he's broken his silence on the ABC cancellation of his comedy series Last Man Standing after six uh, seasons. He wrote, he stunned, he was blindsided that the network uh, basically is canceling the show. They opted not to renew the show, um, I think. Because it was too right wing. That's that's what something that that's what a lot of the fans are saying. Now I've yeah. I watched it once or twice, 
And it was on Friday night. I'm always out oh, doing something. I was watching TV yeah, on Friday night. But night. it was, uh, it seemed to be, you know, sort of ripped from the uh, pages of uh, one of our rundowns. It just seemed to, oh, a lot of the topics was, <laughs> seemed to be very talk radio-esque. Really? Yeah. And it was oh. just a family comedy about a guy living with his uh, daughters and his wife and having, you know, the, the problems that someone would have. You say it was it was written like it was ripped from page of the show. So it went six seasons. I'm shocked. I thought you were <laughs> canceled after one. Come on. Uh, but a huge, huge critical acclaim and a big fan base. Um, all right. You know what? Speaking of big fan bases and critical acclaim, Alan Cross is going to join us next. It's next. I don't know if you knew this, but the MP3 is actually, you can say goodbye. Kiss that technology goodbye. Good riddance. Yeah. Apparently it's now defunct. Alan Cross is going to join us. He'll let us know what exactly that means for us, the music lovers among us, uh, next.